0: Lissandro Martinez to Man United, it's a done deal, but the Frankie de Jong saga drags on. Will Eric Ten Hag get his man? Is Robert Lewandowski's wish finally coming through? And after signing Gabriel Jesus, can Arsenal pick up another Man City man before the window closes? I'm James Benj and I'm joined by Fabrizio Romano to dissect those and more stories from the transfer market. Kegel Lasso begins right now. Today's Kegel Lasso episode is presented by Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. For those who don't like to sweat, the choice is clear. Gillette is your ticket to all day freshness. Gillette, the best a man can get. Never thought I'd say that. So Fabrizio, where to start, where to start right now? I know you're a bit late joining us. We forgive you because (laughs) big news, a breakthrough at last. This is one of the sagas of the summer. Robert Lewandowski, it looks like it's happening now and he's getting closer to joining Barcelona.
1: Yes, yes, it's getting closer. Hi, James. Uh, really happy to be with you and all our friends here in the in the show. And yes, yes, it's my fault because I was on phone to check all the latest on Robert Lewandowski, and we can say that we are at the final stages of this saga of this Robert Lewandowski saga because now Barcelona, Bayern, and the agent of the player, pinins Zavia, are in direct contact to get this deal done. Barcelona are preparing their official bid to be submitted will be the fourth official bid and they hope will be the final one because they really feel that now bayern are open to discuss on the final details and then reach full agreement we know that lewandowski has an agreement with uh, barcelona since long time it was end of february beginning of march for a three-year contract and so the deal is now at final stages we will see how long it will take to say that it's done but we are really progressing to the end of this story so barcelona after rafinha are really close to sign robert lewandowski
0: I appreciate this is kind of quite live news and and maybe you're still finding out some of these details as as we all are. But what are we expecting in terms of the fee Barcelona pay? And I guess especially like how they go about structuring this deal. We've talked about it all summer and we're going to keep talking about Barcelona's finances. So how are we expecting them to, to structure this deal? Will it be a lot of money up front for Lewandowski?
1: So uh, about the fee, I, I think it will be around 50 million euros. Then we will understand about the add-ons. But Bayern always wanted at least 50 million euros for Lewandowski, so this has to be the bid if they want to complete everything as they, as they want to do in the coming hours or days. Uh, and uh, so for for the fee, this is the discussion. And then about the financial situation, honestly, we will see after the the final discussions between Barca and Bayern I say we will see because also for Rafinha it was really complicated for Barcelona to find a way and then they were able to find a way because they signed this fantastic player also thanks to the agreement with the player Rafinha was pressing uh, with uh, was pushing a lot with uh, with Leeds to, to have this opportunity to join Barca. And same is happening with Lewandowski because it's true that Paris Saint-Germain and Jermaine, Chelsea have been inquiring about this possibility. They have both clubs, very good relationship with this agent, but the answer has always been only Barcelona. So now Barca are pushing because they know that the player only wants Barca move. And so we will see on the details on the financial bid how long it will take to pay this 50, 55 million euros. But now we are entering into the final bid and so into the final stages of this story.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean it's very really interesting the power that that Barcelona hold over these players. I mean I'm talking about Rafinha there. I remember speaking to people who who knew those in the Leeds dressing room and all through even before the season was over, everyone yes. knew that this is what Rafinha wanted. This was the club of his heart, getting to Barcelona yeah. and you know the Premier League teams didn't really stand a chance once the money was there. And I guess there's another player here as well is is Bernardo Silva, very very keen from what we hear to go to to Barcelona but Where's all the money coming from?
1: Yes, this Bernardo Silva is a bit different. Uh, first point his agent is Orge and the relationship between Mendes and Barcelona and the president of Barcelona, Juan Laporta, is fantastic. And so this is why Barca are pushing for for Bernardo. But let me say that it's not something like imminent. The Bernardo Silva deal will take some time. And in this case, we mentioned, you mentioned uh, Rafinha, and it's the same with Lewandowski. So the players in these cases are pushing to leave the club. In this moment with Bernardo, I'm told that he would be open to join Barca in case the two clubs would reach an agreement. But at the same point, Bernardo is not going to uh, strike with with Manchester City. He has no problem with Pep Guardiola. So Bernardo would be also happy to stay at Man City. He's really open to see what happens between clubs. But it's not something imminent for Bernardo Silva yet. Uh, Also because they need to understand what happens with Frankie de Jong. Uh, I think it's really difficult from what I'm told to sign Bernardo Silva if they don't sell Frankie de Jong. And we know that they have an agreement. Barcelona and Manchester United for Frankie de Jong. The deal is almost done between the two clubs, but not with the player because Frankie has no intention as of today to accept Manchester United move. He wants to stay at Barca. So it's a domino, but for Bernardo, it will take some time. This Frankie de Jong stuff, I find it baffling. Can you...
0: Can you think of another example? (laughs) I was putting this out on Twitter yesterday of a a world-class player. I don't, you know, we'll debate that, but a top quality player, young player, good player, that a team is so desperate to get rid of when he doesn't want to go. It's it's so strange, isn't it, this deal?
1: Yes, it's so strange. And in my personal opinion, I agree with you, and my personal opinion is Frankie doesn't deserve this. Also because he had many possibilities with top clubs to join when then he decided to join Barcelona. Uh, he really loves the club. So Frankie wants to stay because he loves the city, he loves the clubs, he loves the history, the Dutch kind of history of Barcelona. So there are many more, many many reasons beyond his, his decision to stay at Barca. He wants to stay at Barca. He, the, the last public statement of Frankie de Jong, it was like three weeks ago, and in a press conference he said I am in the biggest club in the world. And this is a strong message. In my opinion, was was not considered the right moment because maybe people were thinking, okay, Frankie will 100% lead the club. But that statement was a huge one, to say I am in the mm-hmm. biggest club in the world, while you are in, in the middle of the market of discussion. So, I agree with you on this point. Uh, Why? Because Barcelona can't pay his salary at the moment. His salary is a big problem. It's not just about the fee, because of course they would receive 85 million euros, 75 guaranteed and 10 million euros in add-ons but it's about the salary, the salary of Frankie de Jong because of private agreements in the contracts between Barca and his agents. The former Barca board with Bartomeu as the president, so not with Laporta. In this agreement, the salary of Frankie for the next season, for this season, would be a really huge one. And for Barca, it's a problem. Not just the fee, but also the salary. And this is why they want to, to find a solution with Frankie. But again, Frankie has no intention to leave. So I'm really curious to see if Frankie will change his mind and what Xavi will do in this kind of situation
0: come back to talk about Frank a little bit more in a moment but I do want to talk about uh, Manchester United and another player that doesn't want to play for Manchester United Cristiano Ronaldo, we know that he's rejected that offer from a Saudi Arabian club, the highest salary that world football has ever seen Uh, intriguing who that club is, that will come out I think in the next few days equally we've got a couple of deals that we're waiting to get done with Manchester United, Lissandro Martinez very soon but I'm quite intrigued as to what happened with Christian Eriksen, I know You yourself and and I and and many others I think it was about 10 days ago now we were told that the medical was the next step with Christian Erikson and we know that's complicated we all know the reasons why everyone does where, do you, where are we at with that and I mean this is a sort of thing that really frustrates Man United fans isn't it?
1: I know I know but they they can be positive and happy because I think it's just a matter of hours maybe minutes to see the official statement for Christian Eriksen and so everything is is almost completed we have just to wait for the official statement so as you mentioned we know the situation with the medical of, of Christian Eriksen and let me say that uh, I, our feeling is, is, uh, is great because I still think that if they told me one year ago Christian Eriksen will go to top club like yeah. Manchester United or something like impossible, and so we're super happy to to see Christian back at top level as he deserves. At same point, is is everything done? Eh? Is everything done? The medical, the contracts, and so we wait for the official statement from my United. But ericsson is joining. Uh, for Lisandro Martinez, they are now signing all the documents with Ajax for this deal that will be worth fifty-five million euros with some Dons. But everything is done, also with the player on a five-year contract. And so, malasia Lisandro, Christian ericsson we see what happens with Frankie De Jong, and then I'm sure that Man United will be pretty busy also on the market in. In August, because they want to do other things, they will not stop on with, with Frankie. And, uh, and. Well, they're going to have to
0: change their kit, aren't they? The, it's the red stripe down the middle <laughs> and the white on the outside. That's the Ajax <laughs> kit. And this is what we're getting. Right. So yeah. let's go back to Frankie de Jong. This is Gillette's. The choice is clear. So it seems like for you, you and I are in agreement, but it, is the choice clear? Should Frankie de Jong accept Manchester United's offer?
1: I think it's a very good offer because not just financially, but also you have a manager who knows you. You can be the face of the project. And so I want to clarify one thing. Uh, Frankie is not refusing Manchester United. He's refusing to leave Barcelona. It's something different. He respects Manchester United, so the point is not Man United or or this kind of, of, of stories. It's about Barca. He wants to continue at Barca. He wants to play for Barca, and he loves the city. He bought a new home, a new house, few few weeks ago, uh, in in Barcelona. So you know, he just wants to stay. This is the point. But my my opinion is 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 pretty clear. The Manchester United proposal is a very good one. And you have Eric Ten Hag, you have the chance to play in the Premier League, the best league in the world. So he's a very, very good one. But I know that Frankie really loves Barcelona. It's his dream. It was his dream to play for Barcelona. So I understand his position, honestly.
0: I completely agree. And I think it's probably worth us reminding, you know, I'm sure this is Fabrizio on YouTube. There's going to be clubs watching this as well. <laughs> I think it's important that, that kind of these clubs understand and maybe that Barcelona are reminded, you know, they committed to, to paying Frankie beyond and giving him this contract. He doesn't want to leave. He is allowed to just stay. And everything we sort of read about in, you know, in the Spanish press about him does sort yeah. of seem like he's being told to do things in Barcelona and not keep sticking to their promises. And I think it's really important. And that, that's why I hope Frankie stays and makes the point. Look, you know, he's made every Barcelona player made cutbacks because of COVID. They made sacrifices. But when Barcelona is spending a lot of money on Lewandowski, they've already got a 33-year-old striker that's who it. used to play well in the Bundesliga. When they're signing Rafinha like Frankie de Jong's entitled to get paid anyway that we're, we're going to come on I know we're going to have a lot of viewers who want to <laughs> to hear about Arsenal aren't we based on the, the two of us you but know better we than do me
1: that. I can ask you if you want no <laughs> it's, it's true it's true it's true you are the man, you are the man with Arsenal.
0: <laughs> Look. The soccer calendar knows no break, so it's always be all systems go on Kegor lasso. Staying on top of the global game is an all-day gig. Then there's the added stress of being a helplessly loyal fan who obsesses over every minor detail concerning my club. Throw in on top of that the studio lights, the public speaking, the breaking news. It's a recipe for perspiration. Nuh-uh, not for yours truly. Fortunately for me, sweat and bad odours are two things that I never have to worry about. Thanks to the long-lasting power of Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant, I can get on with my day which mainly involves staying on top of the latest politics news and telling myself it's strictly for work purposes without breaking a sweat Gillette clear gel antiperspirant goes on with without any anti what with, with with an anti-white mark formula and protects your nostrils from those nasty underarm pit smells while giving you 72 hour sweat protection if you want all day freshness the choice is clear Gillette clear gel antiperspirant is a tap-in get your Gillette clear gel antiperspirant at a store near you. Right, Arsenal. Everyone wants to know. Alexander Zinchenko. Let's let's check notes here. Bid hasn't gone in yet. City ready to sell. 30, 35 million at your 35, I think.
1: Yes, this is yeah. what they want. And yes, yes, yes. Work in progress. Arsenal preparing this bid. They would be really happy to sign him. And I think it's a smart signing constantly for, for Arsenal. So very good player, very smart player, very versatile player. So it would be a would be a really good one. This is what they wanted to do with Lissandro because Lissandro Martinez was a top target for Arsenal. They wanted him because he can play a centre back, left back, so it could be an opportunity in many different positions. And this is what they want to do with uh, with Zinchenko. They know that he could be really useful in many different positions. So the bid is coming. Uh, I'm told that the player is now open to leave Manchester City. A few weeks ago, he wanted to stay. He wanted to continue at Man City at all costs. But now he understood that Man City are open to letting go to go for Kukureya. Then, so it's a domino also in this case with Kukureya to be the top target for Man City in case Zinchenko leaves. And so, let's wait a bit, but I think this is a priority for, for Arsenal. Sergio Gomez, this Spanish left-back, is the backup option for, for Arsenal in the list. He's playing for Anderlecht. He's a good player, but the priority is, is Zinchenko. He's really good, and he does
0: provide that versatility, but more in, in terms of playing higher up the pitch. Um, Ricky Bees asked us a question. Any info on Arsenal striking targets? Now, I remember you saying to Luis recently, we all know that they bowed out of the Rafinha chase when Chelsea's offer was accepted it all got yes. a little bit too expensive was the conclusion and i think we know from experience that arsenal are keeping things quite quiet this summer aren't they in terms of this you know we know they want a sort of another forward what do we reckon have we got <laughs> I, I i don't know who it is no also <laughs> also
1: many also many fake news because for example we had rumors on Nyabri and he was never a target for arsenal mm. so you know it's easy to have many many names in the market but at the end, uh, many of the stories are, are not correct because Arsenal, as you mentioned, they love and they do loves to keep everything top in the in the top secret way as much as possible. So, so we will see. But I think they will go for a winger. They are looking for a winger, um, as you mentioned. They wanted Rafinha. They made two bids for Rafinha, so it was it was an important target. But then they didn't want to enter in a bidding war. So I expect them to move for a for a winger in the coming uh, in the coming days or weeks. And let me say that another thing I was told a few hours ago about Arsenal is that. Not, let's not forget about uh, Bukayo Saka contract because this is a priority for Arsenal. It's a priority this summer, and now signing new contracts for this kind of top players like Bukayo Saka or what happened with Mo Salah at Liverpool is like signing a new player. Eh? It's not just mm. uh, the contract extension, a normal one, but it's like signing a new player. So Bukayo Saka extension is really important for Arsenal. They are on it. They are negotiating with his agents, and then i expect them to move for a winger. So. Let's wait a bit, but they already did good business. Now let's see what happens with Vincenco, Gabriel, Fabio Vieira. So they are on many, many things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The only other thing to maybe mention before we hop on to final thoughts and any other deals you want to tell us about, Lucas Paqueta as well. One to keep an eye on. But what I'm hearing as well is that it's going to be quite hard to convince Leon to uh, to start on
1: that. I Think is also not the main priority, I'm told, for, for Arsenal now. So maybe it's something mm. that could happen in the coming weeks or at the end of the market, you know, because Paqueta would love to move to the Premier League. He would love to join Arsenal or in any other Premier League club because he has this dream of playing in the Premier League. But as you mentioned, first point is the most important one And the, pre- the president of Lyon, Ola, is really complicated. And so it's not going to be easy to negotiate for uh, some figures. I see around 50 55. I think that less than 65 70 million is going to be really complicated for uh, for Paqueta. And also, Arsenal have. You know better than me many quality players, no? And Paqueta is a top quality player, but they already signed Fabio Vieira, of course. They mm. have Odegaard signed last summer, also Metro, and many others. So at the moment, I think they have the priority with the winger and then with this player that could be Zinchenko, as we mentioned.
0: And that change in ownership as well will impact Leon. Fab, before we let you go, I know you're very busy, especially right now. Um, thanks, everyone, first of all, for the comments. Sorry we couldn't get to them all, but you guys know Fab is, is here much too often for how busy he should be. But Fabrizio, before we let you go, any deals kind of under the radar that no one's talking about that you think could be big and impactful over the next few days?
1: Hugo Ekitike to Paris Saint-Germain because this guy was really one step away from joining Newcastle. It was a done deal between Newcastle and Reims, but not with the player. The player wanted to wait and wait until the end. And now he has an agreement with Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain have reached an agreement today with Reims. And so they are now finalizing the contracts and then the player could undergo the medical test in the coming days, I think during the weekend. And so Ekitike will be a new signing for Paris Saint-Germain. Uh, he's a really interesting guy, born in 2003, very talented striker. He's French. So he's a smart opportunity for, uh, for Paris Saint-Germain. And so they're signing and signing players. They also want Renato Sanchez. Let's see what happens with Milan Skriniar. But Paris Saint-Germain are coming on the market. 2003, the footballers are finally getting younger than you, Fabrizio. (laughs) Yes, 10 years younger than me. (laughs) Uh,
0: Thank you to everyone that's been watching. Fabrizio, thank you for joining us at what I know is a super hectic time for you right now. Remember, he'll be back on next week's show. I'm sure I'll be around at some stage as well. Fab, thanks for joining us. And uh, to everyone viewing, sorry we didn't get to answer all your many many comments and questions but i'm sure you'll get further chances to ask the great man thank you for watching bye-bye thank you ciao